Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Greetings, everybody. This is the Blue Click Radio Show, where we openly and honestly talk about whatever it is that comes up, or whatever is in the stratosphere, <laughs> crosses our path. I am Nikki, your host, along with Aaron. Say hello, Aaron. Hello, everybody. And Sean, who I'm still waiting to call in. (laughs) Okay, so we are officially, unofficially, doing a series on um, Ignorance is Not Bliss is the name of the show today, but we're going to do a series on um, belief systems and how your belief systems may holding on to your belief systems. Mm-hmm. Or refusing to let go of your belief systems may not be serving you well. So today's topic conversation is called "Ignorance is Not Bliss." And basically, kind of what's in the uh, stratosphere right now is how, when you don't know, it's very easy for other people to use your energy to their advantage. When you're ignorant, you basically are a battery. And when you are complacent, you are making a choice to feed the monster that you are complaining about. That's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Say hello, Sean. You're on mute. Oh, sorry. I have my phone muted. Hey, what's up? All right. (laughs) (laughs) I have my phone on mute. What's up? Okay, so um, I really kind of want to continue on the conversation that we started talking about. On the last show, um, Sean, you were giving us more information on how, uh, you know, black and white are have to do more with class and nationality, and when we choose to call ourselves crayon colors, it is, basically giving away your power instead of claiming your nationality. So I kind of want to talk about, most people don't have any idea of what the history of the term black is. Like I was, I just thought we called ourselves, like I was told that we call ourselves black because that is the only name that we gave ourselves. So, Negro was given to us, and nigger was given to us, and colored was given to us. So we, when we claimed our power and said black power and put the fist up, that was us. So I used to, and I thought it was like a link between the diaspora. We're all black no matter where we come from. So I always said, you know, I call myself black. I don't call myself African-American. I'm black. Not having any knowledge of the history of what that means. And that black is, isn't an English word, and it's a color, and it's an adjective, it's not a noun. And what that means every time you say that you're black in this country. And we kind of talked about that in the last show. So if you're listening now to this show, go back to the one right before this one, and um, you can get more information on that. But I kind of want to take the conversation a little bit further and kind of talk about how when people refuse to research or review their beliefs and why they believe those things or 
refuse to abandon their beliefs because of fear, basically because of fear of change. Um, they're feeding the monster, allowing the monster to get stronger. So all those things that they complain about, all those things that seem to be taking a stronger hold on control over you, you basically are feeding that because you refuse to just take a look at yourself and why you mm-hmm. do what you do and why you believe what you believe. And again, moving from that time of belief into now the age of know- knowledge, of knowing, um, mm-hmm. finishing that conversation. So we started with Sean the last time, so we'll start with Aaron this time. Aaron, what are your thoughts on ignorance is bliss and by staying quiet or being complacent, you are basically feeding the monster and allowing the whole thing the monster to feed off of your energy and basically your battery? Well, I mean, to be truly ignorant, I guess you have to not know. And so in not knowing, um, there is a bliss that it comes along in the sense that, you know, you're not aware that it could actually be better. Although I have to qualify that because even if you don't know, I still feel like on some level, uh, your some sort of guidance system tells you either you're feeling uncomfortable, you're feeling uneasy, you're just not feeling as great as you could. So I have to qualify that a little bit. But yes, if you don't know, uh, if, if you don't have that kind of conscious awareness of something, then you can't really do anything about it. Uh, but once you wake up from it or once you are shown the other side of something, it's called being uh, given the, what, the red pill <laughs> or when you break the seal, mm-hmm. then uh, then once that space is created between ignorance and knowledge, uh, you you suffer if you don't do better for knowing better. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, you can only, you can right. only, you can only act on how much you know. Um, I don't know where it is. You can only act on on how much you know, and uh, once you know more, there's there's never any going back. So yeah, it's 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 bliss in the sense that you don't know anymore, but it's not mm-hmm. bliss in the sense of uh, if you seek for more, if you st- if you want to know more, and then once you do know more, uh, not not acting from that place of greater knowledge. I think you made a good point when you said um, a complete bliss. And if, if there is such a thing, because on some level you know something is not quite right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think once people know, I think that's why people tend to stay, quote, unquote, ignorant, because with knowing comes responsibility. And if I know right. this, this means that I have to do something about it. I can't just sit and do nothing. As long as I pretend, it becomes pretend. Then it becomes a choice. Then you're just pretending. Mm-hmm. So as long mm-hmm. as I pretend, I don't have to do anything. But once I acknowledge the fact that I know, now I have to do something. I have to change something. I got to give something up. Something's going to be different, and that scares the hell out of me. So I think that's why most people don't. Um, mm-hmm. But it again, it if as long as one person, each of us, 
chooses to pretend not to know it's affecting the collective, it's affecting the whole. So that's why we need everyone to wake up. <laughs> wake up. Right. Sean, what are your thoughts? Sean, what are your thoughts? I mean, my thoughts are just the fact that, I mean, when you do wake up, the first thing you realize is that you've contracted and you've made a deal with the very devil that you talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the very ent- the very apparatus and the entity that we hide from when we put, you know, uh, conscious stuff on fake on Facebook under pseudo names and we call ourselves any other name that we're identified by because we don't want to lose our jobs or, you know, we don't want anything that we say in social media to reflect back on our occupation, which is tied to that very apparatus that is coming in our communities and killing our kids. So, you know, when you understand that you're complicit and you're actually feeding the machine that is in turn turning around and killing and destroying your family and everybody else's family, you realize that ignorance isn't bliss. And that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. You know what I'm saying? Uh When you sit there Uh and you understand the fact that this monster that you keep talking about or trying to save yourself from and the hellfire that you're trying to save yourself from is the very hellfire that you are fueling with your ignorance, it's a hell of a pill to swallow. The hell of a pill to swallow, but you gotta swallow it. You gotta swallow it. You gotta get to the point where you understand what this thing is. And ignorance is, 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 is no excuse. I mean, that's why this thing is able to to move and, and and have its being like it does. Is because everyone was participating in it. Is participating in it from a level of ignorance that they themselves don't understand how they are complicit within this whole operation. But nonetheless, without them, without their ignorance, the operation wouldn't be able to function as well and 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 as oiled as it does. When you call yourself these things, when you call yourself these things that have been outlawed, these things that have been that place you outside of the law, you place yourself in the position where, you know, there is no recourse for you. There's nothing that you can really do from a legal perspective that will give you rectification or give you remedy from the very thing that you put yourself in because of your own ignorance. And we continue to do this and we continue to send our kids into Uh this bullshit system and we wonder why they're getting killed. We wonder why these, you know, cops are able to do what they're doing and nobody's, you know, there's nobody, nobody's getting punished for this stuff because they're outside the law. You placed yourself by your own admission and your own ignorance outside of this apparatus that you continue to feed on one hand and then it turns around and smacks you upside the head with the other hand. And you look around and you wonder why the hell it happened because we're ignorant. We're ignorant of everything that's going on. We've given all of our authority away to some apparatus that is now turning around and and assuming complete control of you. Complete control of you. And they didn't take uh-huh. it. They didn't take it. You gave it away. You gave it to them. And continue to give it away. Like um, you were mentioning that post yesterday that someone said, should sagging pants be banned? Right. <laughs> and everybody's yeah, like, yeah, it should be banned. It should be banned. Yeah, it should be banned. It should be banned. It should be banned. Okay, exactly. who's banning You're it, asking. and why do we need to put restrictions on, or why do we need to criminalize 
the way somebody wears their pants. See, now we, we've been conditioned. So how much so power are you willing to that. give up that think you think that. you need to criminalize how somebody wears exactly. their pants? And these are people uh-huh. who think. They really do believe that they are, you know, conscious and above all of this surfacey ignorance. But yet they think they, they're not making the connection between you just said you want to criminalize want to someone wearing their pants the lower, right. three inches lower than you wear your pants. Do you realize what you're saying when you say that? And most people know they are. It's just a pro. I mean, they don't under. They don't hear the program running. They don't hear the tape running when they say that. And the, but when you when the first thing you understand when you start, you don't have to go to law school and all of that to understand the law. The first thing you understand that every everything that we're functioning under is contract. It's contract law, be it verbal or written. You make agreements and contracts with these people, which they then turn around and hold you to. You're binding these contracts. You're making these contracts with your words. When you're when you're admitting to being certain things, we're already Fourth Amendment slave. I mean, Fourteenth Amendment slave. You know, corporate fictions any goddamn way. There's, you know, they don't look at you as a real flesh and blood human being. And then when you're saying you're black, you're outside the law. You're basically. In that class system, you're placing yourself beneath everyone else. They don't even have to recognize you at that point. You got all of these leaders running around talking about the black this and black lives matter and black this and black that and black, 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 black. black. And you're just putting yourself in subjugation by your own admittance. <laughs> and you stand around mm-hmm. and oh, they're killing our kids and they're beating on us and they're doing this and we don't have, there's no justice for the black man. No, there isn't. Nope. There isn't. There isn't. There's no justice right. for the black man. You know, and, 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 and again, the, the issue is the fact that we, we're, we're continuing to participate in these things at the level in which we participate in them because of our, our blatant ignorance and our refusal to look at the truth, our refusal mm-hmm. to understand that this thing that they put us in, this belief thing and this religion and this dogma and all this bullshit that we run around holding up, talking about Jesus coming back and God's making us a promise, that's the very that's the very monster that you're praying to. The very monster mm-hmm. that you keep talking about, the devilness and the mark of the beast and all of that, that shit is here. All of that revelation shit, and that's here. That's been here. The Spanish Inquisition was what that was. And that's exactly what's continuing to go on. Now, we'll particip- on one hand, you can't participate in the machine and fuel the machine and then complain about what the machine is doing and then waiting for someone else to tell you what the machine is. That's what got us in in this whole shit in the first place, following behind somebody else. The days of following and leading and all of that shit are over. If you can't find the energy to, to, to be your own priest, then get the fuck off the planet at this point. (laughs) <laughs> because the reason yep. that these things are allowed to be is because somebody's looking for looking for a goddamn savior. Somebody's looking for somebody smarter than them to interpret the world for them. And that's why we find ourselves in the predicament that we find ourselves in. Those days are over. If you can't pick up your own mantle and know for yourself and be your own priest, then you get the hell off the planet because you're fucking it up for everybody else. That leadership is over. 
Everybody looking for a leader. Everybody looking for a hero. Everybody looking for somebody mm-hmm. to step out of the darkness and save them. That shit's not happening. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Yeah, well, basically, <laughs> uh, again, the whole of the series is the children <laughs> perpetually being a child and waiting for, we're always looking to our parents, we're always looking to a parent figure um, to guide us and be an authority over us because, resp- again, responsibility is, is scary. Even people who have their own responsibility and are responsible for other people find it scary to be out there, quote-unquote, on their own, um, one, you know because they more never scary? learn to trust themselves. You know what's more scary, though? You know what's more scary? Driving down the goddamn road and them red and blue lights come on behind your head. Uh-huh. All <laughs> right. Red and blue lights come right. on behind when your you think- That's even more scary. When you don't want, you don't know whether or not you're going to make it home because them motherfuckers yep. right there is looking for a reason to pull a trigger on your head. Yeah. Yep. That's scary. Absolutely. Right, but turning a blind eye to it don't make it don't don't make it go away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't stand but on the track not... and, and and close your eyes and think the train ain't coming. Uh huh. Right. But there, if you if you're not doing anything wrong, <laughs> you shouldn't have to worry about it. It's right. sadly a lot of people's Come on, man. belief. The dude standing outside selling cigarettes. Dude, standing yeah. outside mm-hmm. selling cigarettes. One man reached for his wallet and was shot 41 times. Uh-huh. He had bullet holes mm-hmm. in the bottom of his shoes. He was laying down and they were still firing on that dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It ain't and what do people right don't wrong, realize... Good, bad, innocent, or no. guilty. There's no. nothing to do mm-hmm. with that. But you can't feed they, the same machine that, that you're complaining about. And that whole right. thing is a lifelong. Like they, uh, if you um, read, Aaron, have you read um, Malcolm Glad <clears throat> Malcolm Gladwell's book, um, Blink? Blink, uh huh, uh huh. And he talks about that case, and it basically it starts from birth with us giving us criminalizing certain people by the way that they look. So all of these or or what you've been told, certain people are dangerous, this is how they look, this is what the dangerous people look like mm-hmm. and act like, and they're always out to get you no matter what. So when you have all these images in, in your mind that this person is dangerous and if this person gets a second up on me, I'm dead, your subconscious takes over and you are going to shoot and ask questions later. And oh, they um and and they talk about how police officers are trained that once you see the gun, you're dead. So don't wait, wait until you see a wait, gun. Wait, 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 wait. I got to stop you right there. I got to stop you right there. That's another issue. That's another problem. That's another mark of ignorance right there. First and foremost, they are not officers. They're not officers. Okay. When you assign them right. that position, they then assume authority, assume authority that you gave them. It's not an elected office. They're not officers. They're private Correct. contractors. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not yep. an office. Okay, go ahead. Not an office. No, that's basically what I wanted to say is the way that they're trained. It's not a small problem. It's not an individual problem. And people want to say, well, there are nice cops out there. There are nice um, – not every. there are nice people in every race. 
But what you need to realize is the way that society is built and the way that it breaks down, it's layer upon layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of programming um, of control that goes into action when you are in a, what your brain translates as a dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. And you give somebody insecure, somebody who has <laughs> insecurities and go into a job because they want, they have control issues, and you give them a gun, mm-hmm. recipe for disaster. Absolutely. Disaster by design. Disaster. And, and they point them at the very people that they can get away with, with it with. Because, again, mm-hmm. by our own admission, have, have admitted that we are outlawed. Sure. Mm-hmm. You've, been, you've been tricked into admitting that you are an outlaw. And then they treat mm-hmm. you like such, and then they operate mm-hmm. with, with, with no checks and balances, and there's no impunity, there's nothing. There's no recourse, there's no, you know, a couple of the little townships fire the people, you know, for a PR. They don't want the town to yeah. be upset with them, or they don't want protesters and all of that other shit. But ain't nobody going to jail. Everybody, else, they know this. This is why they're part of the reason why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. They know this. And we're still trying to talk about fighting this thing and standing up and, and Black Lives Matter and all of that other shit. Just by the virtue of that, they can come and mow your ass down and want nothing to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you, you can't give away everything to somebody and then expect them to do right by you. Mm-hmm. If you call yourself a citizen of any land, the first thing you should do is at least know the rules of the game that, of that land. Mm-hmm. You don't give that away to somebody right. else to define and, and, and institute and, and enforce on you, and you have no idea what these rules and laws are. You're being right. dragged around at that point. Mm-hmm. Waiting for God to come back, waiting for Jesus to slap him on the hand, or waiting for some, some other, for the sky to open up and some other person to come down and deal with them the way that you should have been dealing with them. Mm hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. It, it, you can't, on one hand, talk about how unjust and how how insane and how barbaric it is, and then with your very ignorance, fuel the very machine that you're talking about. You're part and parcel mm-hmm. of the problem. You are that same machine at that point. You're the same apparatus at that point. If you're giving it the control and the power that it has, how are you different from it? Yeah, you're either part you of the problem not. or you're part of the solution. Period. Right. right. There is no middle. Either there is no mm-hmm. neutral. No. If you're in the story, no. you play the role. You play all roles. That's right. Mm-hmm. right. Every one of them. Every one of them. Judge, juror, and executioner. So the next That's time they're it. killing our kids in the street, look in the goddamn mirror because you did that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Right. How'd you play a part in that? Yeah. And that's what people need to don't be afraid to look at. How did you play a part in that? How do you continue to play a part in that? What is your role in that? Because you have a role. If you are looking at it, you're viewing it, you're witnessing it in any way, you need to ask yourself, what kind, what role are you playing in it? Because you're playing a yeah. role in it. You know, it's like, it's, it's, like the, yeah. it's like the Incredible Hulk. You know, if you keep fighting him, he grows stronger. <laughs> so you gotta, mm-hmm. you got to stop trying to beat him. 
You know, this isn't this isn't a video game in which there's a code to defeat the boss. No, you just you got to stop playing. You right. have to. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. And all these people with these pseudo names on Facebook calling themselves Amon Ra or some shit because they don't want to lose their goddamn <laughs> job. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm Amon Ra. Nigga, you don't want to lose yep. your fucking job because you and me talk about yep. the cops and, and the government and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's more like ramen, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Fucking noodles. <laughs> Goddamn limp noodles. I ain't talking all that shit. Hiding. Yep. Yep. You better go to work and you better go to work and then at the end of the week you better render to Caesar that in which is Caesar. And Caesar's that same motherfucker that you on Facebook ranting about. Mm-hmm. I'm or you don't put certain things up because you're afraid to send people <laughs> that you work with. Or whatever you mm-hmm. don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody. Like you have to second guess. Are you really living your truth? If you have to say, I don't want to put that up because I don't want someone to see that and get mad. Or I don't want right. to. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to alienate anybody. I don't want anybody. I don't want to lose any friends over it. What is your truth? Right. Whether and, 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 it's Facebook it's or real life it's... or at work or things that you listen to and don't say anything about or things that you participate in, but it's not hurting you, quote, unquote, hurting you directly. So you don't say anything about it. You're just glad it's the other guy and not you. It's you. And yeah. every time you yeah, you choose yeah. to ignore it, you can't yeah, complain yeah, about yeah. the problem and then you choose to ignore things. The reason why the thing is so big, is so big and able to exist is because everyone is operating under a, on, under a cloud. It's almost like they have no idea that these machines, when they get up and they go to church and they pay their tithes and they pay their taxes and they vote and all of this shit, they're fueling that same goddamn monster. It's the mm-hmm. same monster. It's the same monster. It's the same monster. It's the same monster. So when it does mm-hmm. what it does, it's only able to do it because you gave it permission in the first place. You gave it permission to do that. You're fueling that with your ignorance. It's able to just walk around cloaked in, cloaked in darkness right in your face. And you can't understand what it is and why you're being treated the way you're being treated and why we're coming in last in every goddamn thing is because you're feeding the very thing that's whipping your ass. Then we go to church on Sunday and sit in the goddamn thing and cry to some white motherfucking Jesus. (laughs) It's the same damn thing. It's the same monster. So you get Mm -hmm. what you get. It's just crazy. And they got these preachers that are sitting up in there telling these folks, to just, yo, what yours is coming in the by and by and forgive them folks because they not they don't know what they do and all this other shit. Everybody who got a lick of sense should get up and bash their fucking head in. Mm-hmm. Starting with the preachers. <laughs> or at least walk out. I mean, how many people sit in church and they say things about people they're alienating people or saying things that you know you don't believe or you know is not true and you choose to ignore some things. Well, I don't listen to that part, but I'm going to listen to this part. You can't pick and choose right. or else you don't believe. No. Do you really believe no. if you're sitting There's, in church no. picking and choosing? No. There's no such oh, thing as a little pregnant or a little pregnant. I believe in the New Testament, but not the New Testament. Ain't no piece of pregnant. 
No, there's no piece of pregnant. It's either <laughs> you're all in or you're pregnant. all out. So you you don't really believe you it. Right. Okay. There ain't no little pregnant. Right. Oh, you can't keep you. You got to see it for what it is. You got to see it for what it is. And we still walking around with this superstitious bullshit thinking that, oh, I can't say that. I can't say goddamn. I can't use the Lord's name in vain. I mean, even if you start breaking that construct down, just looking at the looking at the language as it, as, as, as it pertains to that. The Lord, they were calling themselves lords back then? <laughs> During the time that the mm-hmm. Bible was supposed to be created? That's all old English speaking. That's all old English people give you an indication of where that shit comes from. Mm-hmm. Some people think the dude's name is God. His name is God. Oh, fucker, no, right. it's mm-hmm. not. Right. But you know what I'm saying? You believe in all of this shit that you really mm-hmm. don't understand, but you're too scared not to. It's like you're in between a rock and a hard place. They beating your ass on one hand, and you giving them the stick to beat you with it. But you're standing right. there too right. scared to move, or too scared to absolve that thing for what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yep. you know, at the end of the day, everybody just to the point where how can the fuck do you keep feeling sorry for this bullshit? Right. Me, personally, I understand what you're seeing. It's a goddamn game. I understand the fact that energy cannot die, nor can it be destroyed. And it always is, always right. was, always will be. If I leave this motherfucker tomorrow, I ain't going nowhere. Right. It's right. about putting this shit back in its right. proper context. And people walking around scared to die and shit. Oh, my God. I'm... And, and the same fucking folks that sit up in church talk about... We going to heaven, asking from the body, is present with the Lord. Okay, here's your chance to die, motherfucker. Die for something worth dying for. I'm not, I'm not willing to die. Cause you don't believe this shit in the first place. <laughs> right. Right. You don't believe it in the first place. No, right. you so don't. So they should be the first ones you, on the front line because they always, right. they got their spiritual insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I, my policy paid up, nigga. I'm saved. Come on, let's go out here and do something. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Logically, that's how it should work. You are looking right. forward to the day you get to meet Jesus and go to heaven, and you are securing your belief. Why not die but for you, fucking purpose? Right. Why not die for exactly. these people out here just innocently getting shot down in the fucking street? You know what your policy paid for? You know where you're going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except this yeah. shows the level of dissonance. All of this is all bullshit. Mm-hmm. The whole fucking thing. The whole fucking thing is all bullshit. And everybody, I'm, I'm going to buy your Steve Harvey suit and go sit up in the goddamn church and give them all your fucking money and you ain't got lights on and this pastor got on $2,000 shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and ain't paying taxes for none of that shit because he's lying to y'all. And that's the kickback that the government gives him for lying to y'all. Yeah. Yep. It's all the same fucking yep. thing. It's all the same thing. Right. Still, you know, still in shame. It's ridiculous. Exactly. So I'm still exactly. riding your back <laughs> and cashing the check. Yep. Yeah, And all these people standing around filming all these people, the little boy getting beat up, hitting the face, hitting all upside the head with clubs and shit because he jaywalked across the street. Boy, was scared right. to death. Maybe watching. beating on him. People standing around watching. You gonna be doing yep. that? You shouldn't be doing. Where the men at? Right. Where's yeah. the men? Where, right. where are no men coming to that boy's rescue? Because these cops right. are your fucking authority. Right. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, no, we can't. We can't fight it with the authority. Right. Yeah. Right. They should have turned the on every goddamn man that was standing there watching that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did nothing. A child. That's somebody's child. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That makes me so mad. Man, I'm telling you right now on the phone, this one is being recorded. The day that shit happens in front of me will be my last day on the planet this time. I promise you that. Oh, yeah. It's all right. You ain't going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hell no. Hell no, but they ain't going to beat nobody in front of me. It'll be the last day on the planet, too, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to stand up. Somebody got to right. say something. Everybody's sitting around problem. doing the, nothing. Again, that's the issue we talked about before is as long as we are afraid to die and as long as we don't come to terms and have that conversation of what it means to drop your body and move on, to transition. Transition is, just, is not just a euphemism for death. It is a, the reality of what it is. It is a transition. People say that because they don't want to say death because they're afraid of saying death. But no, that's just it. It's a transition. We, especially as a people, are so afraid to approach death because we've been taught that, well, I don't, you know, it's, again, the whole irony of you go to church so that you have this insurance policy so that you go to heaven because death is supposed to offer you something greater, but yet you're still afraid (laughs) to die. What else do you need? What else do you need to not be afraid if you think you're going to be able to sit at the feet of Jesus and sing songs with God and walk on streets of gold? What else do you need to not be afraid to die? And that's how you know their belief system is flimsy and you are living in this little bubble of this false reality that you're living in and you're doing everything that you can to try to keep this bubble intact because you know what lies right outside of that bubble is the reality that you're avoiding. So it's all pretending. If you're going to pretend, if you're going to play a game, at least play the game. <laughs> if you're going to have an imagination, use that imagination in the game that's actually being played. Mm-hmm. Not this game you created in this imaginary bubble that you're afraid to move out of because you're afraid to experience what lies right outside of that bubble because whatever your perception of what lies outside the bubble is, you've been told, you've been taught by people who want to control you. you got to think about what the motivations of the people who tell you what they told you. Again, investigate your beliefs. You gotta look at why. What's their, what is their motivation for you staying nothing. where you are? What is their motivation for you not changing? And if to preserve something for themselves, then it's not for you. The bubble, the reality of the bubble, is not whatever you're perceiving it to be. It's freedom. Get out the bubble. What were you saying? They're not going to investigate that because they have to come to grips and be honest with the fact that the very God that they're praying to is that white man. It's that same motherfucking <laughs> yep. white man. That's God. Just call it. Call it what it is. That's God. Mm-hmm. Point blank and period. That's why they won't move either way. Because they're looking at God. That's yeah. God. Right. Yeah. That's, That's serious, too. I, I notice it much more than I used to. The whole white the white people worship <laughs> is yeah. 
crazy. Now that I can observe it from another, again, with new eyes. I got new eyes. I'm looking at looking at it when I when I look at people and I see people and how they. And I'm from in in Colorado where there's not a whole there's a lot of white people and not a whole lot of black people. Because when you see that people are very much trying to get validation from the amount of acceptance they get from Europeans. I said I'm going to stop mm. using the term white and black, so I'm, I'm it's going go. to be a process. When right. they want, when a melanin-dominant African people want acceptance. Moorish American, Moorish, Moors, Moorish American. Moorish Americans want acceptance from Europeans dance that goes on or the or, or the insecurity that radiates from mm-hmm. them that I can feel. I mean, it is thick. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, think about it. Think about it. You go and you, you, you go to Shit. church and the majority of our churches, you walk up in there, what is Jesus? When he's sitting up on the mm-hmm. same person that you're praying to, calling your Lord and Savior, you crying and fucking your makeup up and, and all this other shit <laughs> and running around the church and doing jumping jacks mm-hmm. and push-ups and speaking in other tongues and shit. Who are you doing all of this? Who are you giving all of this energy to? Yeah. majority of the time, he don't look like you. Right. He don't look like you. There's a level of dissonance that goes along with this thing, man, that, that, that you know, the average person will never admit it, but you, you, can't, you can't ignore the fact that it's the case. You think that that's right. God. That's why right. the, the average, the average uh, uh, melanin-dominant, even the kids, they don't have any they They'll kill a thousand of us before they kill one of them. Well, that, that's the mm-hmm. reason. That's the reason. Yeah. Because they don't... They don't value you. You don't value yourself. You don't look. I don't look like God. I don't look like the creator of the universe. Mm-hmm. I'm some. I'm some mm-hmm. also ran. I'm just some some entity that was thought about later. And if anybody that watches yeah. television beyond twenty minutes will think that that if if you ain't a, a, a European, you will think that you had any vested interest on the planet whatsoever. ever. Right. <laughs> you ain't never did nothing. You wasn't. You didn't. You didn't show up in any time period whatsoever. Yeah, they was even right. in goddamn mm-hmm. Egypt. Mhm, mhm. Yeah. and it was 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 Ramsey. Yeah. Come on, man. Christian Bale. Or Moses. <laughs> I'll never forget. Come on, I was exactly. Come on. I was in Paris. I was at the Louvre Museum, and I was in some giant hall that had all these paintings from the Renaissance and the Middle Ages. And it's 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 not like it was a, a modern artist looking back. No, it was literally mm-hmm. from that time period. And I see this man with this beautiful brown skin. He's got on a turban, and he's got a name. And this is a painting mm-hmm. from 13-something. And I just thought to myself, mm-hmm. huh, just sitting there, right mm-hmm. in that hall. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And then when you go back and you start, you start piecing together American history, you understand that they were, the, the, the people that were here before Columbus and all them other folks came over here and started setting up government looked like that dude in that picture. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I, I remember mm-hmm. another story. I got you know stories for days. I remember I was I was working as an extra in Los Angeles, and uh, where I was filming was right across from where George Lopez filmed. And he walked out because he was on a break, and I mean he had some brown skin. And this is a Mexican mm-hmm. man. Yeah, we know what that. Yeah, it's very we know dark. why. We know uh-huh. why his skin yep. is brown. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. There's only one indigenous person to this land. There's only one indigenous person to this land. And he ain't the Native American. 
They came later too. They came sure. later too. They came across the straits from Mongolia. They came later too. Yeah. And we don't we sit around we talk about even with that, in, in with that paradigm, we talk about look at what they did to the Native American. If you saying Native American and it don't look like you, then you ain't that's not the Native American. That's not the right. indigenous. We got it all right. screwed up. We put ourselves completely last and we wonder why everybody else does. Right. You can't keep by your own admission saying what you're saying and calling yourself crayons and shit, but you want to be noticing and recognize as people. Mm-hmm. And that game ain't just for us. That's for everybody. We're mm-hmm. lower, even the lower class of that. Right. But the 14th Amendment, uh, uh, a person, citizen, is, a, is, a, is not even, it's a fiction. It's a corporate right. fiction. It's a corpse. It's not even real. And when, when they uh, took you out of one brand of slavery, they just slid you into another. Put you in another one. Mm-hmm. Right. And when Mike Huckabee said, we're still three, he basically said it's still on the books that Africans are still three-fifths of a person. That was never never changed. That was never correct. That was never changed that blacks are. Well, it says any, well, I don't, I can't remember the exact wording, but the Dred Scott, Dred Scott. Dred Scott, he he identifies himself as black. He identified himself as black. He identified himself as a Negro. Well, I don't know if back then, if back then they were. Was he he identified himself was he? as a Negro. A free okay. Negro. No such thing. No Another such thing, thing that, let me There's see, no we've got, thing. um, we got three minutes left. Three wow. minutes left. Time flies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, again, we'll we'll continue because this is a huge huge topic. Um, one thing that I want to talk about um, that I want to mention quickly is how we are basically feel guilty for being advocates for ourselves um, because we're called <laughs> racist. We're called you know what? Anytime separatist, racist, whatever for being advocates for ourselves. And I was listening to, there was this this lady um, who had, she was Korean, I didn't know it at the time, but she had this little baby and she was like moving her fingers over his face and he was like, stop crying, he's like mesmerized. And this European woman next to her said, oh, your baby's so cute. And for some reason she said, "Um, are you, she said, are you, is her dad Korean too? And the lady looked at her and said, look at her face. She's got a perfect Korean face. Of course her father's Korean. What are you thinking? Just kind of jumped all over this white woman. The lady was like, okay. But I I was thinking like, wow, we could never say that without one, feeling guilty, and then two, looked at, like, the lady, the, the European lady didn't look at her like, wow, she's, she's racist because she said, of course, she's looking at her perfect little Korean face. The reaction that she gave her would have been a complete different reaction from a melanin dominant person because anytime we're an advocate for who we are, <laughs> we're we were made program. to feel guilty about that. Another program, another mm-hmm. program. Yes, yeah. And we function by all lives matter. All lives matter. You talking about? Yep. You can't all, separate from all us. All lives matter. Right. You can't yep. separate from us. That's racism. You yep. can't separate from us. Yeah, that 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 that's the biggest situation that I want to talk about next time. 
We're going to put it out okay. there. We're going to put it all out there. Let's put it out right. there. Let's put it out there. Okay, we got about, about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> 30 seconds left. So any last thought? Aaron, last thought? Yeah, how, and why wouldn't they feel that way? You know, in a system where master owns everything, he's got to own everything or you got to go. Mm-hmm. So you know right. what? <laughs> Agree and go. Agree and go. Sean, last thought. Or, hit, or, or, take, or, or take your shit back. Hit the motherfucker inside the goddamn head. Good. Shit. Gotta go, gotta go. Bye. Gotta go, gotta go. On that note. Um, yep, we'll go in even deeper. This is gonna be deep and continuous. So we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, caller. We got one caller on the line. Thank you, seven oh four. Um, peace everybody. Peace.